Hello and welcome to another episode of Hit or Miss, a baseball podcast hosted by me, Alexandra Aguila, and today we are recording another Major League Baseball episode. I am so excited to kick things off because we're almost to the postseason. It's creeping upon us. It's already September 25th. The postseason is literally in about, I want to say less than two weeks or about two weeks. It's almost October baseball, and that is the best time of the year. You don't even have to be a baseball fan, but just know that postseason baseball is coming up is amazing. And we got football, like the best of both worlds going on right now. But I'm super excited to get into um, everything baseball related. You know, I think we're going to touch a little bit more on postseason stuff, but I'm going to keep that till like probably next week. We'll really dig into it, talk about um, who's in, what the seating is looking like, um, and all the details with that stuff. But right now, we're just going to hit a couple of topics, talk about a few things, and it's going to be really good. So super excited to kick off this episode. We're going to talk about a few things. We're going to talk about the Astros downfall, um, a few uh, teams who clinched their postseason marks, I could say. Um, Orion Kirk Kirkering's debut to remember and ended off with our standing overview that we usually do and my hit or miss teams of the week. So without further ado, let's get started and talk about the Houston Astros who have had kind of a downfall as of lately. They're currently second in the AL West. Okay, not bad. They're only two and a half games behind the Rangers, but they're three and seven in their last 10 games. And this was a Houston team that led the AL West for a long time. Um, so now they're not in that position. They're only half a game above the third place Mariners, and that's that's going to be pretty interesting. We'll talk about why later on. Um, but yeah, so not looking too good for the Houston Astros as of lately. Um, right now, they hold a wild card spot on by a thread, um, but nothing is guaranteed. And they won't have a guaranteed wild card spot, which would probably be the number six seed, um, until they win at least five of their next six games. And if the Blue Jays have a tough week, they may get the number five seed. But that's like a huge if. But the fact to even get to the bare minimum, which is the number six seed, they have to win at least five of their next six. Dang. That is probably not ideal if you're a Houston Astros fan. Um, especially when you have your last two series of the regular season up against teams who are probably going to be in the postseason. The Seattle Mariners, who are just creeping up behind you, you start a three-game series with them today on Monday. Uh, Then you get an off day, but then you have to go to Arizona and play the Diamondbacks, who are currently holding a wild card spot. So those are two teams who are in the hunt, in the race, kind of in the same situation. Um, And yeah, they're not looking to give up anytime soon. So that is definitely, like I said, not the ideal situation situation for this Houston team who has literally been in the postseason and played in the ALCS six straight times. Reigning World Series champions and you're telling me they might not even make it? That's going to be crazy if that ends up being the outcome. Um, Honestly, as of right now, things aren't looking too good and I won't be surprised if they don't make it. Um, like I said, they, they play some pretty hard teams and they have to go four and two this week against both of those teams. Um, so 
it may be a little dicey there, but let's talk about why this team is has ended up in this position and talk about a little bit of those stats going into that. Um, the hitting has all of a sudden stopped for the Astros who have some power hitters on their team. Um, since September 11th, the Astros have hit 164 with runners in scoring position. That's 20 for their last 122. Mm, that is not good. That is not good. And if you're, like I said, if there is any time that you're going to have a bad stretch with that within the season, this is not the time to do it, especially when you're in a division with tight teams. This is the probably the worst, like, possible outcome that the Astros would have wanted at this time. Um, they haven't won games at home at all as of lately. They finished their regular season at home this season with a losing record. That's the first time in nine years the Astros have ever done that. This year they ended with a 39-42 and 42 record at home. That's crazy. They're better. They play better away, which is honestly odd, but Sometimes it works out for you, but in this case, like, you don't want to, like, you obviously want to have home field advantage in your home field. Like, that's the whole point, and that's why Major League Baseball games are played at home with your own fans, and the fact that you can't win there, that's concerning to me. Um, The starting pitching is not looking too great. Astros have relied on rookie Hunter Brown for 151.2 innings this season. That's a 43% increase from the last. In the last seven games, he's had an ERA of 9.2. That's allowing 30 earned runs. That is not okay. And the fact that they're putting out a rookie on here to play 151 innings and to have an increase from 43%, that's nearly half. Neither is that healthy, but that's just like it shows either the Astros are not dependent on their current starting pitchers or what's going on because honestly and I don't blame them because Justin Verlander you know he's he may not be as prestigious as he once was in years before a lot of batters have started to get to him currently batters are slugging 0.592 on his fastballs this month so I don't blame the Astros for not you know putting him in as much giving those him those two off days but at the same time you're overworking your rookie and it shows not a good sign. So that's really like what's been wrong as of lately with the Astros and why things are kind of coming to a downfall um, and the all of a sudden turn of events. But looking into the future, I mean, what's next for this team is honestly could be a hit or miss. Currently, they have a three-game series with the Mariners that they start today. That's going to be must-watch baseball. Definitely tune, in, tune into that. The Mariners have the third-best rotation in baseball. Going against, up against a team that has a one, what was it, like 164 with runners in scoring position? Yeah, you, you know the ratio there, and it ain't good. The Mariners have, their, their starting rotation is a 3.76 ERA. That's really good, and they have a really good team going up against a team that once was good and now have all of a sudden kind of hit a slump. Not the best timing for the Houston Astros, if I do say so myself. But, um, yeah, unfortunately, that's where they sit. The Rangers are doing really good um, in first place right now. Yes, they don't have a big lead, but at the same time, the Rangers 
And I think I talked about this last episode too. The Rangers were once in a slump and they turned it around and now they're back on track, won a couple of games and now they're in a good spot. And I think they kind of had the opposite of what the Astros have now. And it just goes to show that losing a few games can do a lot to you, especially at the end of the season, especially when you're in a tight race in a tight division. So that's recently what has been going on with the Houston Astros. Keeping on kind of that postseason talk, let's talk about some teams who have clinched so far, either playoff spots or division titles. The Braves were the first team to clinch a division title and a playoff spot. They clinched the NL East on Wednesday night, September 10th, with a 4-1 win over the Philadelphia Phillies in Philadelphia, and they are the first team to 100 wins. No surprise there, the Braves have been the best team in baseball this season for a long time and have probably been the most consistent team. Honestly, could they make it far? Yes. Um, Will I get into that in a future episode? Yes. Um, the Braves are always going to be a hit or miss for me, but honestly, there's no doubt about it. This team is kind of the ideal baseball team. If you're an Atlanta Braves fan, you have no, um, you are just living on cloud nine right now and you have been this whole entire 2023 season. So with the exception of a few injuries there, Charlie Morton, obviously, um, out, Yes, it's kind of been rough, but besides that, I mean, you got a hell of a good team. Ronald Acuna Jr. putting up the numbers. Matt Olson just continuing to break records. Um, Austin Riley, also another record-breaking guy. There is nothing really to complain about this team, and honestly, yeah, they deserve it, and they worked hard to get there. Um, this is their sixth straight postseason berth. They've they've been here. They know how it works. Um, and they're definitely going to put on a show. And right now, really, the only thing looking that they're going to look for in the future is going for that home field advantage and kind of clinching that spot. But for the last few games, honestly, I won't be surprised if they take it easy, maybe not put in a few guys who have been playing every day, Matt Olson being one of them, uh, give those guys some rest before they prepare for a pretty hefty postseason. So really good stuff by the Braves all season, and there's definitely no surprise that they are on top. Um, Keeping in the NL, the Dodgers clinched the NL West. They secured their 10th NL West crown in the past 11 seasons. Um, They won that game against the Mariners in order to clinch, like I said, with the Braves. Again, no surprise, they're back at it again. The Dodgers, one of those consistent teams, um, maybe not this year, but definitely their franchise has some consistency there. And Honestly, this Dodgers team hasn't really been talked about a lot, I feel like, but they for sure are putting on a show, and they have a couple of new guys, lost some guys, obviously, Trey Turner, not with the team anymore, Justin Turner, not with the team, Um, but hey, Jason Hayward, definitely putting on a show, definitely showing up, um, and kind of just going against what everybody expected from him. Miguel Rojas, another contribution to that team, having Kike back, this feels like a really good Dodgers team, and hey, maybe they can really go far this season. Um, Maybe they won't choke. We'll see what happens. Pitching, a little, little uh, shaky at times, but for the most part has been really consistent. I want to say they're in the top three um, in Major League Baseball and really no complaints with this team at all. Um, Like I said, 
just consistency. They're eight and two in their last 10, could sneak up to the Braves and kind of get ahead of them. But hey, really looking good so far. Another playoff berth has been clinched with the Baltimore Orioles. Haven't clinched the division yet though, but they do have a secure playoff spot. And that was a pretty exciting game for them. They walked off in the 11th inning to win against the Rays. Definitely storybook stuff um, and just all-around happy moments for them. They're currently the best team in the American League. They're fighting with the Rays to get that AL East crown. And hey, the Rays, are, the Rays are not going down without a fight. They're two and a half games behind them. The Orioles have a magic number at three currently to clinch. So it's going to be tight there. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. But the Orioles, I think, have been kind of slept upon. I feel like nobody has really given them the attention that they deserve at times. But they're another good cl- ball club with some younger guys who definitely kind of emphasize that veteran presence almost and definitely know how to work together as a team. Um, But yeah, another team who clinched a playoff berth, the Rays, of course. And that is pretty interesting because if we don't remember, the Rays started off really hot this season and had the best record in Major League Baseball, had a winning streak going on, everything was going swell until they kind of hit a bump in the road and the consistency was lost. They weren't really there, but they're back in the race and they really are just trying to secure the AL East crown once that they once almost had. Um, but yeah, if they don't catch up to Baltimore, they will stay in the number four seed hosting the wild card series. So definitely not ideal when you were starting off as the best team in baseball early on this season, but securing that playoff spot was definitely a big thing for this team. Um, Another team who clinched a playoff spot in the NL Central was the Milwaukee Brewers. They are currently six games above the second place Cubs. Their magic number is at one. They will be probably clinching soon. Um, Yeah, just really, I mean, the AL Central, honestly, the Central Division in both, I mean, the NL Central, sorry, uh, the Central Division in both leagues have definitely been mid for the longest of time. Um, The Brewers were definitely up in the talks um, prior to this season about winning the division. Obviously, the Cardinals were in that mix. We all know how that ended up. The Cubs, yeah, probably may have had a chance, but ultimately the Brewers pulled it out, and there's probably no doubt that they will clinch that title soon. Um, But yeah, just it's going to be really interesting to see how that goes for them, just because... um, like I said, the Central teams do kind of had a, a little bit of less talked about teams, if you could say that. And uh, if they do make a really good push this postseason, it could be interesting, kind of underdogs there. But it will be um, exciting to see. And the Brewers do end their regular season in a three-game series with the Cubs. So that could be exciting. That could be something to watch um, just to see how the end goes, if the Brewers will go and put out their best players maybe but at the same time knowing that you know they have a kind of a really good cushion um with that second place team I won't be surprised if the Cubs can pull it out but um yeah moving on to another central team in the AL Central the Twins clinch that title and honestly that's just because every other team in there sucks and the the Twins just like 
they're I don't think they're gonna make it far this postseason. Do I think they have a good Paul club? Sure. But honestly, looking at that roster compared to everyone else's looking at the stats, it's just like it's crazy to me that 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 team was able to clinch a playoff spot with the record that they had. But that's just the way baseball goes and it's unpredictable at, unpredictable at many times. So um, that was really interesting to see. Uh, yeah, that's really like the team so far who have clinched. There probably will be a couple more in the next few days, uh, clinching those playoff spots, clinching those titles. But it will be interesting to see how the wild card matches up on both leagues just because it's a really tight race. Obviously, we have the expanded playoffs now, so it could really go either way. But um, yeah, that's really what I got for a little bit of playoff talk. Talk. Um, moving on to our last topic of this week's episode, let's talk about Orion Kirkering, who made his debut uh, this, I want to say, these past few days. He's a 22-year-old, made his debut against the Mets. Um, He is on the Phillies. And what a story from him and what a debut as well. He had two strikeouts in his first inning. His dad was emotional. It was literally, it warmed my heart to read that story um, just about his dad and him and how they grew up, his dad being in the Marines and just always just being there for him, guiding him and just motivating him to be the best, you know, like he never pushed him to be like, okay, you know, you have baseball practice, you're going to go like, he's never stayed on top of him about the sports that he played, um, kind of almost like peer pressuring him to do something. He let, he really let just Kirkering make his own decisions for himself, even at the young age of nine, when the coaches asked him if he wanted to go play with the 12 year olds. And he said, no, that was, that decision was up to him. And his dad allowed him to kind of just make his own decisions and make his own path, but also kind of guided him through that, which I thought was really nice. Um, but yeah, his debut was definitely something that a lot of people will remember. Um, and he's just a phenomenal pitcher as well to be where he is and make it up those ranks and like six months is unbelievable. He's had 50 appearances across all five levels so far, 44 scoreless innings with a 1.48 ERA, 81 strikeouts, and only 12 walks. So this guy definitely has the stuff. Uh, He threw 12 pitches in his major league debut, 10 of those being sliders, two of those fastballs at 99 miles per hour. So like I said, he has the stuff um, and he will be impressive. Um, in the future of his career, but it definitely is a good sign for the Phillies as well. I don't think they're going to be putting him in in close situations 24-7 come the playoffs, but it does open a pitching option for them, so good to know that they have that, but yeah, that's really a little bit about um, his story and kind of what was going on with that in the past week, but that kind of concludes our episode with topics that I wanted to talk about. Let's end this episode off like we always do with our standing overviews and talk about a few of these teams. So starting in the American League with the AL East, Baltimore in first place, no doubt about it. They're the best team in the American League, so would not be surprised. Um, Closely second though, like I said, are the Tampa Bay Rays. The Toronto Blue Jays are currently in third place. 10 games behind first place, but could make that postseason run. The New York Yankees, 
79-77, Boston Red Sox in last place. We all know how that season has gone. <laughs> the AL Central, we got the Twins, who clinched 83-73 and at first. Cleveland, 74-83. and Detroit, 73-83. and White Sox, Kansas City at the bottom of the barrel. The AL West, which is super close right now, the Texas Rangers are in first place at 87 and 68 and have a very small cushion underneath or above the Houston Astros who are at 85 and 71. Uh, a half game behind them, a, a half game behind them, the Seattle Mariners at 84 and 71, the Angels and Oakland are at the bottom. Um, but the Angels do have uh, never mind. I read that wrong. Um, yeah, those two teams, unfortunately, couldn't pull it out this season and have to stay there for another year. But, hey, the rest of the ALS is a definitely entertainment. The NL East, we have Atlanta, who clinched 156. Philadelphia in second place, 13 games behind but are at 87 and 69 and currently hold a wild card spot. The Marlins, who are only one game out of the wild card, are at 81 and 75. And at the bottom, we have the New York Mets and the Washington Nationals. In the NL Central, we have the Milwaukee Brewers, who clinched uh, kind of not really close behind them. Six games behind them, we have the Chicago Cubs. And two and a half games behind the Cubs, we have the Reds. Then Pittsburgh and St. Louis at the bottom. Cincinnati is also another team that could maybe make a postseason run um, if things go their way. But so far, it's looking like the Cubs, Diamondbacks, and Phillies hold those three spots. And lastly, closing it out in our standings overview, we have the NL West, where the Dodgers are in first place by a large margin at 96 and 59. Your hopefully wildcard spot, Arizona Diamondbacks at 82 and 74, San Diego at 77 and 79, and at the bottom we have San Francisco and Colorado. So, pretty much the usual once we get towards those bottom teams, but um, it's been exciting a lot for the AL teams, and it's going to be really interesting to see how that works out. But let's close this episode off with our hit or miss players sorry, not players, hit or miss teams of the week. My hit team this week is going to have to be the Philadelphia Phillies, who currently are in the wild card spot, the first place spot. They're at 87 and 69. They are playing really good baseball as of lately. They're eight and two in their last 10, um, have a win streak of five. So really good stuff by them. And I hope they continue to pull it off. Um, and then my missed team is obviously going to have to be the Houston Astros, who have just not been performing. They have lost three of their last 10, like I said, at an 85 and 71 record, are at the bottom of that barrel in that wild card spot. And I won't be surprised, like I said, if the Mariners take it from them because it's looking a little bit dicey. And if they really want to make a postseason run and be in that spot, they're going to have to play some good baseball and they're going to have to beat these teams but without further ado that is the end of this week's episode thank you guys so much for listening i will be back with another cubs episode this week as well as another regular baseball episode next week talking about more postseason stuff and getting into all of that 
But thank you guys again so much for watching. I hope you all have a great day and watch some baseball. Watch that Astros Mariners series. It's going to be a good one. And it's a little bit of like a trailer of what the postseason may be. So check that out if you can. Have a good one, you guys, and you will hear from me soon. Bye.